Hey everyone, this is Nick. And this is Gretchen, and we are back for episode number four on the fruit of the Spirit. So go ahead and read uh, Galatians verse or chapter 5, verse 22 again. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. So today we are looking at long-suffering. So this may... I don't know, this may seem cheesy, but that basically just means suffering long. Suffering longly? So let's look at a definition of what that means. Some translations put it as patience. So it is patiently enduring a lasting offense or hardship. and is referring to a great deal of patience or endurance of something or someone like an illness or the mistreatment by others of oneself. What does long-suffering look like in the scripture? The best place to go is to look and see how God himself has been long-suffering with us. And we're going to go to the Old Testament and look at specifically the Israelites. Um, Now, when you think about the Israelites, remember that we are so much like them. And God acts toward us in the way he he acted toward the Israelites of the Old Testament. Nick, where are you going to be reading from? Exodus 34, verse 6. The Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. So what is happening here? So this is right after the golden calf. Oh, so just to remind you, uh, the Israelites have been slaves in Egypt for a long time. Um, God delivers them out passes through the Red Sea, and they end up in the desert, and they stop trusting God, and Moses goes up on the mountain to speak with God, and while he's gone, um, Aaron, Moses' brother, takes the gold uh, earrings and bracelets and all that stuff from all of the Israelites, and fashions a golden calf out of it for them to worship, and here we see, who's saying this? Let's see. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and the fourth generation. And Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. And he said, If now I have found grace in thy sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray thee, go among us. For it is a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for thine inheritance. And as we know, God did not destroy the people that day. He did make them crush up the idol into powder and then put it in the water and drink it, which I'm sure wasn't very pleasant. But he did not abandon them. Even when they had gotten themselves stuck in the wilderness for 40 years, he did not abandon them. He was patient with them. He disciplined them and he stayed with them. And, I mean, you look at the judges and and the kings and all the stuff that happened there. There's plenty we could go over to describe God's long-suffering. But uh, we we have to be long-suffering as well because we uh, endure hardships, illnesses, you know, we could experience uh, some persecution, um, not as bad as some countries have it, but um, we too um, 
experience. We have to experience long suffering, and that is a fruit of the spirit. So if you're saved, that's something you should have. And that means being patient with people, um, and remembering how patient God has been with us. I mean, look back through your life. If you're truly honest with yourself, you have betrayed God over and over and over again. We all have. And so even in that, God does not withdraw his grace and mercy from us. And that is something we should be very, very thankful for. I know that I have sinned many times and God is always faithful to forgive. That doesn't mean you should sin intentionally and continue practicing in that sin. Anytime sin comes, there should be guilt and contrition or a feeling the need to repent and to not do it again. Remember, repentance means to turn. And so even though we still continue to sin, um, we come to him and he is patient with us. When someone sins against you, remember they're really sinning against God and we should continue to be patient and long-suffering with them. Well, and we can look at Jesus as well. How was he patient and long-suffering with people? Mm, he was long-suffering with the disciples. And... Yeah, for sure. I mean, golly, look at Peter. Um, if you've been paying attention to Wednesday nights uh, there for a while, Tim was talking about Peter and all of the times that he fell miserably and he sinned against Christ and yet every time Jesus was there to show him his sin and to get him back where he needed to be and God continued to use him um, even after he denied Christ three times right before he was killed. Jesus came and sat with him uh, after the resurrection. He came and sat down specifically with Peter and basically gave him what he needed to be able to continue and to build the, the early church. And so if Christ and God can show that kind of long suffering with us, then we should be able to show that long suffering to other people. And it's not through us, it's through the Holy Spirit. So once again, it's Christ and God, the Trinity being long suffering. And it's something that will present itself in our lives because it's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. All right, and that's all we have for Long Suffering. We will see you in the next episode for gentleness. All right, till next time. Bye. Bye.